get the get this party started. Um All right, maybe I'll use a little bit of this bio. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Now, today I have a special guest with me. Um, she is the founder and CEO of Real Change RN Consulting. She's a registered nurse, a Maxwell Leadership Certified Trainer, which is really cool to me, by the way, a facilitator and coach, uh, helping people sort of realize their potential and passions. Jessica Bush, welcome to Baxter's Buzz. Hey, awesome. Thanks for the invite. It's great to be here. No, thank you. Um, I, I have to just start with uh, our conversations since we first connected have all been like amazing. And uh, there's, I'm not selfish in a way of like, I don't want to keep it to myself. I hope that typically if I'm getting some value from, from folks, that I'm hoping that other folks will too. So I'm hoping the audience, um, and I, I'm sure that they will sort of glean, uh, you know, a, a number of insights from from you, your energy, and uh, your perspective. So thank you for uh, joining me. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And Baxter, you have been just an inspiration to me as well. So anything that I can do uh, to be with you, I'm in. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So um, we are um, recording uh, for the month of March and Women's History Month. Um, so for, I want to really start the conversation by asking you, when you think about women's history, uh, like what does that mean to you and what are some of the things that come to mind? Yeah, you know, so I'm a nurse by trade. And of course, you know, the mother of nursing to us is Florence Nightingale. I don't, I don't know how much you know about her, but she was um, in the war and um, she started this idea that, hey, if you wash your hands in between patients, you decrease their risk of infection. It's like this novel idea that ended up saving thousands of soldiers just from something as simple as washing your hands. And that was so long ago. And today we still audit people here in the hospital to make sure that they're washing their hands because of how profound it is and simple to help people stay healthy. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I'm glad somebody figured it out. You know, <laughs> um, It's the whole like, you know, it's the same thing I'm trying to teach my kids. It's like, there's a difference between like being clean and like being like disinfected, right? Like you may not be able to see it, but you still need to wash your hands. Like even if you don't see anything on your hands, right? It's so, you know, it, it's something that, you know, made a big difference in the field of nursing. And um, a lot of women have really been profound leaders in, in my field. And so I think of uh, Kristen Swanson and her um, caring and compassion 
um, ideals and how she helped us to establish what nursing looks like. You know, there are, there are so many women who have been um, so profound with their studies, with their research, with their movement, and, and mostly with their voice, you know, just standing up and saying, you know, this, this is something to consider, you know, what about, you know, X, Y, Z, and, and not just allowing people to say no, and then to stay silent, but to continue to stand and to rise and to fight for what their heart's convictions were. And those are the things that inspire me as a woman to keep going in my pursuit for my business. You know, I, I love that. And um, I was uh, reading, um, it'll come to me, but but there's the this like a thought of or theory of like social um, intelligence, right? So we talk about, you know, IQ and EQ. Um, and and the point of the social intelligence was it was about sort of, you know, centuries ago when things were being first discovered, there were some incredibly intelligent people out there, but they had bad social skills. Um, they weren't they weren't very well liked. And so there were folks that came after them that found things that these folks had already found that got sort of got famous because, for the same ideas because they were delivered in maybe a better manner. And um, I, I think about um, women in this country all over the world uh, be, being marginalized in, in general. And I think about, you talk about being steadfast with ideas and, and theories and saying, hey, this is, and the importance of sort of like being standing flat-footed having conviction around these ideas that not only can help just the people in these, these immediate sort of circles of these four walls, but just, you know, you, you know, mankind. And if it wasn't for um, those trailblazers being steadfast, they could have probably easily been just kind of dismissed and overlooked, right? Absolutely. And, and, you know, that's so funny that you brought up the EQ um, quotient because, you know, that's something that we've been uh, working on and creating some study modules for our clients is um, understanding EQ and having that self-awareness and social awareness and self-management and social management and how that affects your ability to perceive the world around you, interact with the world around you, make a difference in the world around you. And um, I was reading some, some research and they had said that executives have a higher EQ than an IQ in, in 2023, mm. you know? And so that the ability to relate to people is something that's more sought after than the ability to have the, the contextual knowledge. So people are becoming a priority again. And I'm excited about that because um, that's, that's where my heart lies. You know, the end of the day, what did you do for somebody today? How did you make a difference in their life? Because as you add value to people, it brings value back to you. And then your heart becomes alive with purpose. And yeah. it's this amazing um, friendship that you can create connections and build rapport, um, build something that can last and have meaning into your next chapter of life. Yeah, yeah, I um. 
I love that. I, I um, I, we were talking uh, offline. I had the uh, honor of uh, speaking to a third grade class at uh, Upper Elementary School in Ferndale, Ferndale, Michigan. Shout out to uh, Ferndale and all of its grad graduates and uh, residents and all that good stuff. But you know, one of the things I talked to them about was every day. Every day we have this wonderful opportunity. And sometimes we may take it for granted. You know, we're we're putting things off. You know, we have to straddle this line between sort of planning, but then also really um, trying to win today, be be at our best today, add value today, um, like deliver something, help help change. You know, take a step in a direction to improve your life and improve others' lives and. Um, no, no, no day should really be taken for granted. And 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 we all are guilty of it from time to time. You know, it's that's normal because you know, sometimes it, it you don't you don't feel your best, you don't want to, you know, but I think that's where you start to build character is when you do it anyway, when you choose the higher road anyway, when you're scared by it, you do it afraid, you know, you keep going because I'll tell you, there's nobody who is successful who gave up right you you have to choose and create that mental mindset to to be steadfast you know to be a soldier in your own army because there's nobody that is going to create success for you more than you right that's right, that's right. um man i so um i don't know how the introduction um, the person who connected us, I, I'm not sure what happened, but I may have been referring to one of the John Maxwell books that I, I was reading, or maybe even before that, uh, she may have said, you know, you need to meet Jessica. I'm, I'm not sure, but um, I'm a big fan of John Maxwell. Tell me about your connection to uh, to John and sort of how you kind of became this uh, certified trainer for the John Maxwell is it the John Maxwell Academy yeah so it's it's Maxwell leadership and um, and you know I was looking for a mentor Baxter you know I I know that um you know we we have to have uh, people that we can watch and and learn and glean from and I was looking you know who who would a good mentor be and um you know, I was searching, you know, I was looking to be um, certified as a coach and there were a lot of um, opportunities. But the one thing that stood out to me about John Maxwell was his uh, leadership stance, his devotion to godly principles and his 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 way of relating to people that made them feel special. You know, um, I got an opportunity to meet John, work with John. I've served on um, some mission trips with John and he is the real deal. He's somebody who just walks up to you, gives you a hug, asks you how you're doing, checks in with you and he cares. And that was something that really struck me. And I says, you know, wow, this is something that I can aim to be. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I have a lot of growing to do. I'm always looking to grow. But um, this is this is what I want to reproduce. And so 
it was it was really him and what he stood for that attracted me. But more than that, um, after looking into what Maxwell Leadership was, I realized this is something that gives me the tools in my business to be successful. You know, he allows us to use his leadership books, his leadership strategies, his team, you know, to really go forth and to change the world. You know, that's one of his his big um, missions right now is going around the world and um, implementing simple things like values, you know, bringing values to schools, bringing values to business, bringing values to people and helping them understand, you know, what are these little filters that we use every day to make decisions with? And are we living our values? You know, when we go home at night, are we comfortable with the decisions that we made and why or why not? You know, so it's something that's so simple, but yet so profound and the opportunity to have access to that information in addition to 85 other resources <laughs> is something you just can't say no to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 a simple concept, but not easy to sort of implement, right? Exactly. In theory, you're like, oh, of course. Um, but the old folks say it's, it's more than a notion, right? You, you, It may sound good, but there's some real work that needs to be done in order to really identify, you know, what are your um, values? Like, how do you want to go about, like, move around this world? Um, and, and is it the, the way that you want to be seen? Are your actions consistent with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And something that we do with leaders is uh, my heart is to equip leaders to serve their people and being able to identify what their leadership strategy is and realizing that that is rooted in their core value system. And once they can understand what their core value system is, then they're able to be real. And real to me is relational, empathetic, authentic, and a good listener. So it empowers them to be able to empower their teams. And, and that is worth a lot of value to me. Give me those again, please. Relational, mm -hmm. empathetic, authentic, and a good listener. You got to be real. Mm, I love that. I love that. Um, do you feel like there are some uh, of these four there's some that are more natural to you versus a couple of, of the other ones or one of the other ones? Yeah, you know, um, as as a nurse myself, a nurse by trade, I, I'm naturally inclined toward empathy. Um, it's something that I have uh, had since I was born. I've always tried to help other people, put them first, understand what they're feeling, how I could best assist them. How can I how can I partner with you to get you better? And this was even when I was a little girl. You know, it's just something that was part of my makeup. And so um, going into the field of healthcare was was a natural progression for me because of that high um, empathy uh, rating in my life. But I feel that the thing that we really need to focus on more than ever as a community, 
as a nation is this idea of, of relational connecting, you know, because people are so isolated nowadays and Mm -hmm. they're doing life from home, you know, through a screen, um, Amazon brings their groceries and all of their, their, their goods, you know, they don't have to go anywhere. And so the human connection is something that can get lost through this idea of being efficient. And the challenge behind that was, is, you know, like for even myself, you know, I didn't know that I needed a hug. Like, you know, it, until somebody comes up to you and gives you a hug, you're like, wow, that actually felt amazing. Yeah. I didn't know that was something that was, was on my needs list, but it is. And having human connection and building relationships is what strengthens you and empowers you to go further, faster, because we are better together. And when you can run a race with somebody else pushing you along and running with you, running before you, running after you, all of that surrounds you and ensures that you're going to reach the finish line. Yeah. If you're running by yourself, it's easy to get tired. But when you Mm -hmm. have connections, yeah, you're empowered to see it to the end. And yeah. that that's where people can really begin to experience life in abundance. Mm. I love that. Um, and I know for you, um, it's all rooted in your faith. And I think that that is, is so important as well and uh, cannot be overlooked, right? Absolutely. You know, Isaiah 61 is my life banner. You know, the Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the oppressed, to set the captives free, to comfort those who mourn and to bring beauty to ashes. And, um, you know, there, there's two good days in your life, right? The day that you were born and then the day that you realize why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. Uh, the last time, um, we connected, there were a couple of, uh, new or there was one new um sort of coaching session that you were rolling out but then there's a number of others that you uh, you know do pretty you know fairly consistently tell me what you're working on now like some of the cohorts and some of the coaching um the different angles that you're taking right now with with the folks that are part of your sort of leadership uh your leadership cohorts yeah so my heart is really, again, to um, equip uh, nurse managers, nurse leaders um, in, in that healthcare space. You know, I, I've been a nurse for 24 years serving both bedside and in leadership roles. My heart is really in patient experience. I've served as the director of patient experience, and I serve as um, patient experience advisor for many surgery centers, um, mostly because, you know, patients... Um, are where my heart lies. And that comes from being a patient myself. But to answer the question, you know, I I think that there was something that's been missing in healthcare for a long time. And that really is building that mentorship and training for leaders to actually lead people. You know, what happens is, you know, you're, you're functioning in your role, you're doing a great job. And next thing you know, you're promoted and you have a staff and a budget and all of these meetings and you know, all this accountability and responsibility that now you have to figure out 
And the challenge with that is, yeah, you could you could probably muddle through for a little while, but how much more amazing could you be if you actually had some mentorship and some modeling and some coaching and some content to get you further faster? You know, you probably would like your job more, be better at your job, more more able to train up other people to serve in greater capacities and begin to do this thing that means so much to, to us is bringing real change into your workspace. You know, when, when, when you start something, you only know what you know, but as you're able to, to build your resources, to build your toolbox, to become better in these spaces, it helps you to feel valued in your role. It helps you to um, have a renewed passion for what you do because now you're good at it. It's not as hard as it used to be. And rather than uh, you know leaving people to, to figure it out and muddle through, and some people will succeed, but many people won't. You know, we want to equip people with the resources that they need to achieve their personal and professional goals. And so we do um, a variety of leadership cohorts. Um, right now we're working on a, a leadership intensive that goes over things like um, how to build employee engagement, how to um, hire for fit, how to um, Im improve employee retention, how to coach and have um, accountability within your staff, how to have uh, crucial conversations. You know, a lot of the leadership strategies that we find in Maxwell leadership apply to every industry across the board. And being a good leader starts within. And that's where real change happens. It doesn't happen with, you know, you helping somebody else because you first have to help yourself. Once you're able to help yourself and start on your growth journey, you can help other people to grow. And that's where the magic happens. That's where real change happens. And that's where you begin to find your passion and purpose because what you do matters. Yeah, you're it's, it, you're more connected to it. And and um, you talk about <clears throat> being in the nursing field. You know, I've been in sort of a um, consultative sales for 15, 16 years. And so like, there's so many similarities. You have this... Uh, really good individual uh sort of performer and they go jessica you're the top salesperson here's your promotion and here's your team of salespeople." and you're like wait what and you take it because you feel like that's the, the obvious next step you don't have the tools necessarily you may not have the passion for right. for it or you may not understand how your skill set can translate into leadership or you may feel like you know it all and have all these blind spots that you're just not made you know you're not aware of so now as an organization not only have i lost jessica as an individual um producer uh, an individual contributor now i got a bad manager too so now i've like <laughs> lost twice <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what happens over and over again because we're we're missing the middle, you know, right? We're we're trying to plug and play and check our boxes, but we have to realize that there's people behind those things. And our greatest asset is our people. 
a, a company is only a good company if they have good people. So why not invest in your people and help them to be awesome leaders? Because out of that, you get awesome teams. And out of that, you actually give amazing service. An amazing service builds your bottom line all the way around, but it starts at the top. Yeah. And it starts with you evaluating you and discerning how can I best serve in this space? Mm, I love that. I love that. So, um, it, you know, it, it can't be overlooked. It can't be um, undervalued. You know, we get so caught up in the day-to-day stuff. We, we you know, our, our folks, the people that, that um, maybe report to us, the folks on the front line, the folks that are dealing with the people, you know, um, they're the face of that company. And if they're not properly trained, if they don't have the tools, if they don't feel connected, they don't see how their contributions are um, contributing to the whole vision of that company, um, you're in trouble, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, those people, they, they don't have the care that you're trying to brand, Right. You have to build into your people so that they build into the customer. You know, you're, you're not going to have people rendering amazing care if they don't feel like they're cared for themselves. Mm. Right. And as a leader, you know, it, it's more than than just, you know, this is the way walk in it. You know, leaders partner with with their staff. They help their staff to grow into what their dreams are, you know, discern what their professional goals are um how are 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 they growing and and living out their dreams you know what what barriers were there today you know what were the good things that happened today you know what are some things that you feel like we can change you know i always teach um in our sessions the 555 rule you know 5 minutes of personal talk you know how was the basketball game yesterday how are the kids you know 5 minutes of um, personal or excuse me, professional talk where you're discerning, you know, how are things on the unit today? How are things in the department today? You know, what anything that you, you need to know as a leader? And then five minutes of like futuristic talking, which is, you know, what are some things that we can do better? What are some processes that you feel are working well? You know, your people who are serving have the goal that you need to build your enterprise. And without including them in those conversations, you miss out on the things that could propel you further faster to, to make a difference in, in the workday of the people that are, that are serving there. And having those conversations to invest in them as people, to invest in them as professionals, and then to get their input so that they feel like they're adding value that they're a part of the bigger picture that what they say has meaning and weight okay that's when they become engaged that's when they become invested and that's when they want to keep serving right that's how you create loyalty you know it's through that connection not just as as a worker you know what can you do for me but how can i serve you you know who are you you know be real with me and then as you're real with each other you create something that works and that's where teams start 
they start with people being people and being genuine with each other and helping one another succeed. And it's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. The five, five, five rule. Um, This, uh, yeah, we could talk about this stuff all day. I, I love, I think maybe the name, that may be the name of this episode is the five, five, five rule. I like that a lot. And I think, um, again, we have to start with the person in order to talk about anything else. We have to uh, not just, we, we have to, people have to know that we care. And if, and if, if it's not genuine, it's, you know, it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. So um, she is the founder of Real Change RN Consulting, uh, uh, incredibly empathetic. And, and I feel like this very uh, brilliant mind, you know, really stripping down, bringing back values bring it back simplicity and, and putting people first. Uh, Jessica, thank you so much for uh, your time today. This has been amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it. This is my my favorite stuff to talk about. People. I love people. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's evident. Um, to everyone who is listening or watching this, thank you. As always, please share uh, this great conversation. Don't keep it to yourself. This is good stuff. Um, and and again, um, you all are capable. You just need to make sure you embrace your own frequency. Okay. So on behalf of Jessica, I'm Baxter E. Hall. And until next time, peace. Have a great day.